Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to put down the bottle because worst case scenario, we could die. And best case scenario, we could be having a little too much fun and doing things we actually kind of regret because we were having a little too much fun. Yes, that's right. All of the videos that you guys have seen on this podcast, there might be five or six where I am cracking a cold, hard beer mid-sentence because my God, Jesus, forgive me for I've sinned. I do love me a big sudsy beer. But I've gone into some deep thought processes over the past couple months about how much I loved drinking and how absolutely much it hated me or how much I actually in turn hated drinking. So I really, after such a long period of time where I was on and off with drinking alcohol, I finally decided to give it up, to finally take a big long break and to really stay accountable and just not touch the bottle. I'm telling you guys, when I talk about alcohol, I love to drink. I love to drink. And there were many phases of my life where I believed if I can't drink, I would rather die. That sounds really, really aggressive and a little excessive. Like, you know what I mean? Sounds like a lot. But when you really think about the joys of life, how many joys are there? Like, you know, we've got good food, good liquor, shopping, living in a nice house. You know what I mean? If I love to drink and I love to eat and I end up becoming a little overweight for it, then I do. You know what I mean? I'm not going to live my life pining for this thing, being like, oh, but I can't have it, but I can't have it, when it is something that brings me so much joy. And you know what? Actually, something my grandpa would say. My grandpa was a huge smoker, loved smoking, loved smoking cigarettes. And my mom and my grandma did everything to get him to quit. Like, please stop. It's not good for us. It's not good for your future. And he goes, if I die 10, 15, 20 years early because I did something I loved, then that is my life. And that is what I chose to do. He never quit and he lived his best life and he had a great time. Now, I don't know if I'm that into it as far as like I would die for alcohol, but I love it. I love gin. I loved mixed drinks. I love tequila. I love beer. Beer is one of those like drinks that like if you don't get it, I can't help you. But after you've had so many like white claws, neutrals, hey y'alls, don't even get me started. All those vodka sweet beverages or like palm bays, all of them gave me so many tummy pains. Like I'm a tummy ache survivor. I was like, ooh, tummy, tummy. Like it's not feeling good. But in reality, you know what? I had my first beer and I got into beers because Bud Light started putting out flavored beers back in probably like 2019 maybe a little earlier than that they put out a strawberry lemonade beer and I I know that sounds like to me now that sounds disgusting but when I was like in my early 20s I was like that sounds really good and I just liked it because it had a little bit of sweetness but it still had the identification of a beer so it still made my stomach feel good and then I kind of weaned onto like a lime bud light and then I full-blown went into light beers and then I went into hardcore beers and I just I finally figured out the formula of like oh this is what the daddies are talking about the daddies are talking about this kind of beer we got a coffee today ladies and gentlemen not alcohol as much as I I wish it was and so that rolled out the red carpet for me just loving beers so much and it honestly was another thing that my boyfriend and I when we go out into the bush and you guys know I love camping I love hunting I love going outside it was just kind of like a you finish setting up camp you crack a beer you know you have some beers around the fire it's just part of the experience and even when we go out with certain other people and we go camping with couples or other people in general it's like that's what I want to do I want to have beers I want to socialize and I not only felt like I was very happy with my 
you know, personality and my charisma the way it is, but that alcohol puts me on a level 20. You know what I mean? Like that, that shit makes me unbeatable, unstoppable. Now, everybody, welcome back to the Derailed Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys back here with me. I cannot get over the amazing compliments and the comments and the fact that so many of you guys are tuning into this podcast. You know, every single drop in the bucket means something to me. It might seem little, but every view and every comment really means everything. And it really inspires me to continue because every single aspect of this podcast is enjoyable for me. I love filming. I love editing because I oftentimes will look back at the footage and I will full-blown laugh at myself because I'm like, bro, you're hilarious. Like, <laughs> I love this podcast. I listen to this podcast, bro. And then seeing your guys' comments, it just means everything to me. So please do not hesitate to comment down below because I read all of your comments, even the mean ones. And I I would love to see what kind of topics you guys want me to talk about next. I'm not kidding you. I thought I saw a spider. So that's why my eyes kind of wandered over there. No, it was just, it was just a fluff. But let me know because I actually want to talk about all the things that you guys want to hear about. And I want to discuss everything. And you guys actually give me amazing ideas all the time. And a vast majority of the topics that we talk about on this podcast are because of you guys. Now, I want to talk about a little bit of backstory about drinking and how I even got to this point where I'm saying, okay, we're going to pause on the drinking. Now, I grew up in a very alcohol-friendly household. Mom and dad, casual drinkers, but never having drinking issues, just loving drinking, you know, loving having a glass of wine, settling down after a long day at work. Even my dad barely drinks, but you know what I mean? Like having a nice time. So then I always grew up kind of having a very acquainted relationship with alcohol. I never felt like, oh, I got to sneak liquor. If I want to go to a party with my friends, I got to sneak the liquor. My mom and dad can't know that I drink. They never cared. You know what I mean? They were always very, very responsible. They always like, if I wanted to have a drink at Christmas, they would let me have a drink with them. Didn't matter what age I was. You know, if even when I was like really young and I was like, what's that drink, mom? Can I have a sip? And she'd give it to me and I'd go, eh. and then I don't think I had any interest to drink until I was like later into my teens. Then I was in a relationship with somebody who took a ton of pride in being straight edge like just felt as if everybody gave a shit about what you're consuming like whether you're a drinker you smoke weed you are on to drugs maybe you're on whatever nobody first of all nobody gives a fuck nobody cares what you do you know what I mean I just want to say that that is a perfect disclaimer a perfect segue whatever I do is my choice whatever you guys want to do make your own decisions for you make your best decisions for you because honestly I'm just doing what's best for me so it was the same thing I'm like I don't really care what you do but it was a huge influence on me it made me feel as if drinking was so bad or it was so unhealthy for you or it was so like a crutch when you're having a bad time or whatever so I really developed this relationship with alcohol that was completely celebratory. So like when I was celebrating something, when I was at a party, when it was Christmas, I would maybe have like a glass of wine or I would have something so light but I could say that I maybe only drank at that time in my life, early 20s, late teens, a small handful of times. So that was a huge influence to me. Then it got to a point where back in 20... I don't know, 2021, 2022, I had a huge bout of depression. Um, it lasted, like I've spoken about in my past episode about depression. I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about it again. I will keep it super duper brief, but I suffered with depression for, I believe, about six months, five months, but the recovery was far longer afterwards. And so I, I don't think I really shook that experience for a while. And that is when I started to develop a very dangerous relationship with alcohol. Um, I started to use alcohol as a way to escape my life and my situation because I hated my boyfriend. I hated my life situation. I hated a lot of the people in my life. I felt like I was in like a pit and a hole. And the only way that I could possibly get out of it is if I could escape with liquor. So as much as maybe I wouldn't drink every day, if I even got the slight opportunity to drink, I would drink to the point of like 
full-on blackout I don't remember anything so that that was going to like a friend's birthday and then it would even go so far as like my ex would he would take pictures of me when I was drunk and then he'd show them to me the next day to make me feel really embarrassed um future story times about that coming up because I feel like you guys really want to hear about it um I made a lot of mistakes there (laughs) a lot of red flags not only did I feel like I wanted to use alcohol to escape I also used it as a way to kind of rebel in certain situations when I was in a situation around somebody who really felt prideful that they didn't drink so I was like screw you I'm going to drink times 10 to the point where I don't remember what I said and then I even became really spiteful and angry when I would drink whether I would just completely pass out in like a heap of tears and cry or I would spit venom at my ex or at other people to make them feel really bad like you know I've spoken about this in previous episodes but it just was a very bad development of drinking and as I removed myself from that previous relationship and I kind of rehabbed myself out of my depression and really took good care of myself drinking slowly became less and less a part of my life but I could tell at that point that it was doing far more harm than good and you know you could argue especially from a scientific perspective that alcohol is there is no good you know what I mean it it is completely poisoning your body that is what your body believes it is when it's consuming something we're like woo, we're having a great time we're having like you know but it is a depressant like drinking alcohol would always make me cry it would always make me feel terrible about myself or terrible about my life or my decisions or my age or the way I looked like but it was kind of like a an addiction and I think that had I continued at that time in my life to drink to such a degree it would have absolutely become an addiction if it hadn't already started to go in that direction it also hurt me so much because I would wake up the next day and whether it was my ex telling me that I did horrible things the night before even if I didn't do them or whatever might have happened it kind of created this really depressing and like for lack of better words perspective for me when I would think about all the bad things I had said and done the night before and it just always kept bringing out this bad version of myself and I really after that point it almost was like I couldn't see a possibility of drinking being positive and if it was positive it would have to be one like I would have to be very limited to the alcohol I would consume or else I would go off the deep end but now that I'm in a far happier place I've been able to kind of introduce and reintroduce the thought of like having a casual drink or having drinks with family or even going out in the bush being really happy and like getting sloshed it's like a fun bonding experience because I really think that my my boyfriend like love of my life my current boyfriend who's like changed my life completely he's actually like we could talk about so many things I could tell you so many stories you just have to let me know but he saved my life completely he is my angel and I think a huge thing that we bond over is having a beer together you know like even if we were just you know we go and we drive up north and we go to a little town that we want to camp in and before we even go into the bush we'll go and stop at a pub and just have a beer and a lunch and it's just kind of something that like he got me into having beers and I just love it and I started to create this beautiful new relationship with liquor because of him and alcohol so now I'm kind of pushing on to like Christmas of 2023 and like even into the new year I was staying in Mexico with my boyfriend's family just for like the end of Christmas New Year's and into January and I was doing so much drinking you go to Mexico you cannot not drink they have the perfect everything the best beers the best tequila the best cocktails like it is the 
tits. We love it there. I, I, Daniel loves it. I love it. It's just the absolute, it's the best. What ended up happening is when we started to come back from Mexico, I think even before we went to Mexico, I was drinking daily. Like I was drinking a beer every single day and not to escape for any reason, but almost just to kind of like cool down at the end of the day, relax. Like I love the taste of beer too. So it's almost like if you don't want to have a sweet soda or like something like that, you can have a savory soda, like a beer, like a sudsy one. And so when we came back, we kind of talked about it and I was like, you know what? I think I really, really want to give alcohol a break. I don't remember the last time I had gone longer than maybe four or five days without a beer. Like it's, it's crazy. Like it became my new thing. And for so many people, a daily drink is not weird, but if you can't handle yourself very well, like for me to a point where I was drinking too much and even getting like hangovers, bro, hangovers, I am too old to get hangovers. I say, I'm sure my dad says that because my dad will get the odd hangover here and there. And we are too old. I'm too old to be getting any hangovers. So I kind of decided, I was like, you know what? Let's think about all the reasons that I really do not like drinking because I think it would be very smart to take a solid break and to put down the bottle, to put down the beers and see what actually happens. And actually I followed some influencers and some YouTubers that I've known for a long time who gave up drinking, who talked about sobriety. And I was like, something about that is so inspiring to me. And I really want to give it a try. So these were the main reasons for me wanting to take a break. I had enough hangovers in Mexico. If you guys are anything like me, like when I was maybe in my late teens, early 20s, I never got hangovers. Like I didn't know what that was. I I actually think there are many people who go deep into their 30s who don't know what a hangover feels like. But it is, I, I say this to this day, that if I have one more hangover, I will die. Like I actually will not be able to survive because it is the most horrible horrible feeling in the entire world like the way that you have not only the worst sleep of your life because you go to bed probably if you're able to get a really bad hangover likelihood you were very drunk or you were drinking a lot of shit alcohol or a lot of mixes of alcohol and so there were times where I would go to parties with my boyfriend or you know like our yearly one Halloween party that we get invited to or whatever and we'd come home I would yak you know what I mean throw up I love a good throw up if you have to throw up when you're hungover or you're it's going to make you feel better. You know what I mean? Get out, get that out. Who who doesn't love, who doesn't love a quick barf, right? So, I, you know, you do a quick barf. You feel disgusting. You look disgusting. You probably have some on your shirt. Then you get in the shower and you like let the water hit your face. Then you go to bed and you have one of those like scary sleeps. It's the kind of sleep when you're really drunk that you have weird dreams and it almost doesn't even feel like you slept. So I would like go to bed. I'd wake up and of course you're so dehydrated because you end up drinking all this alcohol and it feels like you're like you're a potato chip like you are just you need water you need liquid your eyes are dry your hair is dry you've got four new pimples you didn't know existed and the anxiety there is this insane amount of anxiety that I experience when I'm hungover where I think of worst case scenarios as I'm falling asleep to have a midday nap on a hangover I think I'm dying like it's just It is like, why did we do this to ourselves? Every time, it's not like anybody did this to me. I'm not a victim. Like I did this to myself like a dumbass. That's number one. I do not miss them hangovers. So hangovers were the first reason I did not want to do any more liquor. I also noticed that I gain a significant more amount of weight when I'm drinking. So I will just, you know, no matter if I'm working out or whatever, I'll go and look in the mirror and I will feel like I have either gained a couple pounds or I just do not feel like any of the progress that I should be making in my workouts, which I work out maybe like five times a week. It's just not there. And the reason being is because your body takes about three days to remove all that alcohol from your system. 
And while it's cleaning you out and getting rid of all of that and trying to get the nutrients back into your body that you have lost from either yakking or whatever, you end up being unable to create progress in other areas. So you're not really able to make that workout count. And not, not only that, if we're talking about actual productivity and being able to work out after drinking, drinking almost because of the fact that it dries you out so much. And it is like alcohol is a diuretic um, where it's, it's extremely dehydrating. It also dehydrates all your muscles in your bones. So you are far more susceptible to injuring yourself. That's at least what happened to me. I felt like I was constantly going to injure myself or I was going to break my knees. You can't possibly have a good workout for a few days after you've, you know, experienced that hangover or even drinking in general, even a single or a double beer, one beer, two. It still creates like such a bad effect in the body. And it's also a lot of hidden calories. You never think about how much alcohol really affects your body because you're like oh it's just a drink or a beer or it's a light beer and you're like how many calories could really be in that a lot of calories like simple syrup and cocktails and then you think about beers and how like like two beers like 500 calories like it's crazy if we're really gonna break it down I've always wanted to get a better handle on how I feel about my body and my personal my body image and how I look at myself in the mirror so even if somebody off the street might not think that I need to do anything or lose weight or whatever I constantly want to work towards being really proud of my body and being really happy with my body and I really this year was my goal where this summer I want to wear bathing suit and be proud of the body that I have in my bathing suit doesn't mean I have to be a certain weight it doesn't mean that I have to like lose a bunch of pounds or I need to gain a bunch of muscle it's not like any crazy goals I just really want to feel good in my skin whatever that means for me and lastly the main one of the biggest reasons that I really want to give up drinking is because of the way it makes me treat people even when I'm not depressed, even when I'm not going through that era that I was going through where alcohol turned me into a poisonous animal, it still gives me a set of balls that I would never have otherwise. Like it gives me this feeling as if I can express myself or be kind of bratty in a way that I wouldn't typically be. And I've even, I've done it to my best friend where, you know, I'm a couple drinks deep and I'll just say things that, you know, you've kind of got that a little bit of like alcohol helping to push you and have this confidence that you wouldn't typically have, but it's very hurtful. And especially off of wine, like I specifically cannot drink wine because I think it makes me a complete bitch. Like it makes me say things I would never typically say. And it makes me have kind of like an anger issue. So I knew from a long time ago, I haven't drank wine in many years. I just in general wanted to have a sober mind. I didn't want to have that affect me because even if you're in like a drunk state and you say funny things, it might not be a big deal to you, but the other person is not in your position. And they might take what you say very, very, very personally. And I just could be very self-aware and say like, that's not cool. Like you shouldn't make anybody feel bad or say things that you wouldn't typically say. Like say what you're gonna say, but be sober about it and be honest with yourself. Don't like hide behind some drinks. And it's always by like the third or fourth drink. I would just get specifically very mean and very rude. And it's funny because my aunt always tells me she's like you have to come down to Edmonton and you have to come stay with us and you have to come be with us and like we'll have wine we'll have whatever and I'm like no auntie like I, I can't have wine like I can't like it's gonna make me a bitch she's like all the more reason to have some she's like come on like I, I want to see you off the rosé and I was like I I swear to you you don't I promise you you don't so I gave up alcohol completely from January I think 5th to the very end of or the very beginning of February so like I was I was just like I just want to try a month of being completely spick and span clean and off of nothing you know and then I kind of celebrated and when I went out into the bush last time I had a couple beers and that was really fun 
but it also reminded me why I don't particularly like to drink. So this is kind of what I took away from my one month of being completely sober and why I want to continue this going forward. Honestly, when I say that everything changed from not drinking, everything literally changed. Um, waking up with pimples every single day, it doesn't happen. Uh, I don't know what it is about your body and pimples and alcohol and how it is all correlated, but every time that I'm drinking a lot and not following it up with a ton of water, I break out. I just get pimples. They're not big, but they're just, it, I do not have clear skin after drinking. It never happens. And especially when I was going months of daily drinking, even if it was a casual beer, one beer, two beers, whatever, or a coffee cocktail um, I was never without pimples so now I wake up and my skin is clear like cle clean as a whistle but when I did go back to alcohol that February or whatever to celebrate that I'd been clean for a month what happened I, I broke out again so I did not miss that I sleep like a damn baby I do not know what it really is and like how to explain it to you but you guys all know I hurt my back back in September and I've just been kind of trying to rehab it and get it back to where it was and get back in the gym as I used to be and so I had to start learning to sleep on my back and that is like crazy that is like the ultimate goals for anti-aging is sleeping on your back and I was like I can't sleep like a corpse my boyfriend can sleep like a corpse like like a silent little angel but for me I'm like I can't do that it's it's literally impossible and then for whatever reason something clicked when I stopped drinking and I was going to bed so sober, you know, after maybe the first week or two, every single night, I finally can fall asleep in any position and I sleep the entire night. I also don't have any anxiety. You know what I mean? Even just a single beer gives me anxiety or I'll get a slight hangover by the end of the night, even if it's just a little bit of a headache. And like that is gone. And even that same habit of being, you know, like I'll go back and I'll have a couple drinks, like I said, on that bush trip when I went in the bush and I celebrated and had some beers with Daniel. I came home and it only took maybe two or three days to get over that. And I was back to sleeping like a baby and feeling amazing also I have so much time on my hands something about the fact that alcohol is a depressant it creates this very slow moment in your evening where like say you're you know getting ready to wind down you have dinner and you have a drink or maybe you you have a beer with dinner or whatever it kind of makes you want to fall asleep like it just it's not an upper bro it's a downer and it made me want to always lay down and have a sit and watch a show or play a video game and just do nothing but now because I'm not drunk all the time <laughs> okay it was never really that bad back in 2021 2022 it was bad that was very bad but nowadays it's really not that bad and because I have so much extra time I'm far more productive like I have I probably work until about 10 30 at night like whether it's working on my podcast whether it's coming out with TikToks whether it's making clips whether like oh my god whether I'm discovering new applications to help my workflow like I just feel like I'm up and into my work as much as I want to be and if I don't want to be I feel like my sober mind makes me far more intentional like all of the choices that I'm making are actually the choices I want to be making they're not made with like this funny perspective and I wasn't kidding when I said in previous episodes that I would get really really drunk and I would have a $400 Sephora cart sitting there in my app and I would open it and I'd order everything like for literally no reason just because I finally gained the courage through alcohol to make that larger purchase even though I didn't really want any of those items anyway it's so stupid and now that I have this sober mind everything that I want to say in the day or anything I want to say on this podcast it's training me not to need a crutch of alcohol obviously in my very early podcast episodes you know back in December I was nervous like it felt very nerve-wracking to sit down because I hadn't made YouTube videos on my own like this in so many 
many years that I was like, I don't know how I'm really going to do this without having a sip of alcohol. So in my early episodes, I always pull out a beer and it kind of loosens me up and it's a very reminiscent flavor beer. I'm just like kicking back and taking a chill pill. And it honestly, I have to give props to the beers that I had when I had them because it did give me a little bit of liquid courage and it did make me feel better. But now I feel like I'm so much more intentional with all the things that I say on this podcast or whether I'm talking and hanging out with my boyfriend or I'm hanging out with my friends. And if I actually need to say something that is uncomfortable, I'm not scared to say it. And my God, waking up without a hangover is probably one of the best things in the entire world. Like I couldn't recommend it more to people. It is grade A amazing. And now finally, I'm starting to see genuine like weight loss and changes in my body that are beneficial because day to day, my food and all of the things that I eat are very healthy. They're very good, nutritious, proper meals, great protein, everything is like across the board is perfect. And then removing that excess calories, that extra 500 calories a day actually does make a huge improvement and my body physically feels better. Like I feel like I'm on the up and up of healing my back and making everything feel better and it's not so tense and out of whack. And I'm starting to do Pilates. I don't think it's completely fair to say that I won't drink again. You know what I mean? I think that like my grandma has her 80th birthday in May and that is absolutely something to celebrate about. And I'm definitely going to be drinking with my family. It's going to be a huge family event. So I'm very excited about it. But that daily need and that crutch of needing to have alcohol all the time is just not there for me anymore. And I'm so relieved that it's not. And I kind of wanted to use this opportunity talking about this to maybe inspire you guys, whether you drink or you don't drink or you thought about it. I really don't believe you're missing anything with alcohol. And if you could be somebody that never drinks, it is an amazing thing because your body is going to be in tip-top performance. Your mind is amazing. And that's even one other thing that I never even mentioned. I felt myself getting dumber. One of those symptoms of hangovers is like a brain fog. And that's what I get is I, I can't put two and two together and I can't remember not only the night before, but certain facts and certain things in my life. I cannot remember them when I'm hungover. And I feel like I'm finally able to put two and two together on a regular basis. And I'm not killing all the brain cells that I actually need. Like, sorry, I actually need those brain cells to make my podcast. (laughs) So if you guys are really into drinking, you love beers, honestly, give it a try. Even if it's just like a straight week or two weeks and you give it a full on try, it will get to a point where it feels so good that you're really not going to want to have a drink. And that's exactly what happened to me last month. It's like one week turned into two, turned into three, turned into four. And it's like, oh my God, I could literally do this for six months if I really wanted to. I could completely stop. And I think it's good to detox your body and see what it really feels like to be on. 120% sober because my god it feels really good but the beers but the beers I miss them I do I do tell them I say hi tell the beers I say hi thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the derailed podcast we upload every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 a.m pacific standard time please comment down below and let me know what topics you guys want me to cover in the future it means so much to me that you guys have been enjoying this podcast and that you guys are subscribing and listening on spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts I love you guys so much and I will see you very soon bye